Thank you for checking out Blog Theater from Happy Living. Blog Theater is Scott Berry's take on a blog post on happyliving.com. Scott is a former NFL draft pick who has turned his talents to screenwriting and performing his critically acclaimed one-man shows Solo Gig Squared and Rise. He is a man of many talents, and we hope you enjoy his burst of inspiration. How I Intend to Become a Fat-Burning Beast is the blog of the day written by Mr. Matt Gersper and inspired by his reading of the book Primal Endurance by fitness authors Mark Sisson and Brad Kearns. The subtitle of the book, Escape Chronic Cardio and Carbohydrate Dependency, and Matt's discovery after reading the book that he could train his body to use fat rather than carbs as his primary energy source, followed by the realization that he needs to slow down the vast majority of his training workouts, are what catch my mental eye in this blog. In particular, burning fat versus carbs and slowing down. I can't tell you how many times in my life people have told me to slow down. See, from about the age of 8 to 24, I played sports. Every sport I could get my hands and feet on. In grammar school, I played flag football, basketball, softball, and ran track. I did high jump and ran the intermediate runs, the 400 and 800. I wasn't fast enough for the sprints. I always wanted to be fast, but regardless of how hard I tried, I wasn't. Even when I wore my Everlast leg weights under my corduroy jeans in grammar school all day, I couldn't get faster. I wasn't slow, but I wasn't fast. Most importantly, I wasn't the fastest, and I wanted to be. So I ran and ran and ran and ran, nothing. So I looked to longer distances like the mile and found I could easily run a five-minute mile at a fairly young age. I had great endurance. Or as I used to think of it, mind control. Because in my little mind, distance running was simply pain tolerance. Whoever had the highest tolerance for pain won. More pain, more gain. When I got to high school, I played football, basketball, baseball, and ran track until I broke a bone in my right foot that made constant running painful. I spent a year on the tennis team before turning to baseball in the spring. Sports, 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 sports. I ran and ran and ran and lifted weights, all in the hopes of getting bigger, stronger, faster. I eventually gravitated towards football, the most painful sport of all, and played in college at UC Davis, where I willed myself to become an All-American quarterback and get drafted by the San Francisco 49ers. I eventually got cut, did a short stint in Canada for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and then it was over. My athletic career, that is. But, I thought at the time... At least I got out with my body intact, or so I thought. Because one day it dawned on me, like it had happened to someone else, that during my athletic career I'd broken my right foot, separated my left and right shoulders, cracked my left clavicle, torn my right rotator cuff, broken and dislocated three fingers, pulled a groin, a hamstring, and suffered a few concussions, and yet I never missed a game. I could take pain. I'd even opted for a few Novocaine shots to play, some cortisone, and used topical Novocaine to play through most of my senior year in college. Years later, I'd break my left foot, my right ring finger, and separate my left shoulder again playing basketball. So much for exiting my athletic career with my health intact. My point is, is that I played full out as hard as I could all the time, my body be damned. I taught myself to suffer. No pain, no gain, right? Or, as Matt Bloggs suggests, 
and Mark and Brad's book also suggests, could less pain be more gain? And what, you say, does this have to do with the blog titled How I Intend to Become a Fat-Burning Beast and a book titled Primal Endurance? It seems that we can train our bodies, as Matt says, to use fat rather than carbs as our main energy source. Burning fat makes us lean and mean. Looking good is cool, but I'm more interested in feeling good after spending so many years feeling bad to play good. Matt says that one of the ways we can train our bodies to burn fat versus carbs, aside from eating more fat and less carbs, is to slow down, you know, do less. I know, that sounds counterintuitive to me too. I mean, if I sat on the couch all day and ate potato chips, I'm guessing I wouldn't burn much fat. So how in the hell does going slower burn more fat? According to Matt, in their book, Primal Endurance, Mark and Brad define the aerobic zone as 180 minus your age. Matt is 55 and describes in his blog about how hard it is to stay that low during his workouts. In fact, he has to use a heart monitor to make sure he doesn't go over his aerobic zone. You heard that right. He's trying to slow down his heart when he exercises and moves. Immediately, I think of that saying my dad used to tell me when I was rushing through a task, slow down, kid, you'll get more done. For example, Matt goes on walks instead of runs. And when he does run at speed, it's in short bursts. Now, some of this science is debatable, but the way I understand it, when you enter the anaerobic state of high-energy workouts, it triggers the body's stress alarm, and the body goes to the quickest source of fuel, glucose, or carbs, and begins storing fat, you know, because it thinks it's in an emergency. Slowing down the heart rate and, in essence, reducing stress and keeping it there for long periods of time allows the body to run on fat. Now, I'm not here to debate that science. I'm way unqualified to do that. But what I am interested in is the idea that less pain might be more gain. Because I remember the exact moment I stopped running and started walking. I had just moved to Los Angeles and got dragged to a yoga class by a friend. It was called Power Yoga, which is probably the only reason my running, weightlifting ego would take a yoga class. Well, I proceeded to sweat a gallon, almost threw up a couple times, and was so sore the next day that I could barely walk. No pain, no gain. I was in. That was then. I started practicing four to five times a week and became leaner and stronger and fitter than I'd ever been as a college or professional athlete. It felt like every class I was giving my body a gift by strengthening it and creating space between my joints and in my spine in stark contrast to my lifelong training of breaking my body down and then expecting it to repair itself. Yoga made me slow way down. Even more, my first yoga teacher, Brian Kess, saw my runaway ego and would constantly encourage me to practice shavasana in the middle of class, otherwise known as corpse pose otherwise known as lying on my back in the middle of class while everyone else is kicking ass in warrior two, you know, hero's pose. He was literally telling me to slow down. 
Or as Matt borrowed from the book Primal Endurance, excessive exercise in the anaerobic heart rate zone causes inflammation just like other forms of chronic stress. The intense workouts I'd been doing my whole life had literally been stressing me out and in some cases, like football, literally damaging my body. And now I was practicing power yoga and thankfully Brian Kess saw me turning that into a stress test. Or as he would say, only go as far as you can, breathing through your nose with an even breath. If you can't maintain an even breath, then you need to back off. His point? Only go so far as you can while staying calm and not stressing out. That's when I began walking. In the midst of my new yoga practice, I set out one day for a run. About a half mile in, I suddenly noticed the pinch in my knees, the pounding on my feet, the stress on my hips, my labored breath, as if for the first time, even though it had always been there. It never occurred to me that running is hard on your body at least mine, especially on pavement and concrete, especially when you've broken bones in both your feet. So I stopped running and started walking. That day, I literally stopped mid-stride and just started to walk. And suddenly, I felt light and moved with ease. My feet didn't hurt when I got home. From practicing yoga, I'd been learning to breathe through my nose. I wasn't winded, but my lungs felt refreshed. I had literally practiced yoga while out for a walk. That was almost 20 years ago, and I haven't gone for a run since. I walk. I stay lean. My joints don't ache. So thank you, Mark Sisson, and Brad Kearns, and Matt Gersper, for reminding me that less pain can equal more gain. Thank you for listening to Blog Theater from Happy Living. If you enjoyed this performance, please leave us a kind review. To read the inspiration for this episode of Blog Theater, go to happyliving.com backslash blogtheater.